0: Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite UtilSat 16A on 11.512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 megasymbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8PSK audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihala Ignotescu with the news, the headlines. The first cases of infection with the new coronavirus strain named Kraken have been confirmed in Romania. Romanian Defense Minister Angel Tilver and the Chief of Staff General Daniel Petrescu are on a formal visit to Poland, and the National Bank of Romania might increase again the reference interest rate to 7%. The first cases of infection with the new strain of the coronavirus, called Kraken, have been confirmed in Romania. Specialists say that although the number of cases of COVID-19 is on the rise again, there are no problems managing them, including those that require hospitalization, and the new variants of SARS-CoV-2 do not generate concerns about the severity of the disease. On the other hand, there have also been cases of double infection with flu and COVID, and a 74-year-old woman diagnosed with fluorona, a term used by specialists to describe simultaneous infection with the two viruses, has died. The Romanian Minister of Defence, Ángel Tilver, accompanied by the Chief of Staff, General Daniel Petrescu, is on a formal visit to Poland today. The program includes bilateral meetings with the Polish Minister of Defence, Mariusz Blaszczak, with representatives of the leadership of the General Staff of the Polish Armed Forces, as well as with soldiers of the Romanian Air Defence Detachment Sky Guardians from the NATO Battle Group, deployed in Bemovo-Piskia training area. According to the Ministry of Defence, the visit of the Romanian officials to Poland is proof of the excellent cooperation between the two countries, both bilaterally and within NATO. On Monday, Angel Tilver and General Daniel Petrescu met with the Romanian soldiers stationed in the NATO military base in Pristina, Kosovo, who participate in the NATO K4 operation. The officials from Bucharest also discussed the security situation in the region with the K4 commander, Major General Angelo Michele Ristuccia. Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuka had a meeting in Bucharest with the ambassadors to Romania of the Czech Republic, Halka Kaiserova, and Slovakia, Karol Mistrík, which was also attended by the representative of the Czech and Slovak minority in the Romanian parliament, Adrian Miroslav Merka. During the talks, aspects regarding the separation of the representation of the Czech and Slovak minorities in Romania into two distinct entities with their own operating statuses were examined. The importance of going through the appropriate procedural steps quickly to ensure an effective separation, which would allow the timely reaccreditation of the two distinct forms of representation and their participation in the next local and parliamentary elections, was emphasized. The meeting was a good opportunity to review the status of Romania's bilateral relations with the two countries, the Czech Republic and Slovakia. The parties appreciated the excellent level of bilateral dialogue and emphasized the importance of boosting economic cooperation. The National Bank of Romania might increase the reference interest rate again today in the first board meeting this year. Financial analysts expect the key interest rate to reach 7% from the current 6.75%. It is the highest level of the key interest rate in 13 years. A higher key interest rate would automatically lead to an increase in loan rates in late. Increasing interest rates is the main means by which the National Bank acts to keep inflation under control after a year with record price increases. The year 2022 was the most satisfactory for most Romanians, 54%, compared to 2020, 24%, and 2021, 22%. Years strongly marked by the restrictions caused by the pandemic, according to data from a Reveal Marketing Research Study. According to the research, with the regaining of more freedoms, Romanians became more relaxed and optimistic in 2022. Regarding the expectations for the new year, Romanians are the most optimistic about the improvement of their personal financial situation compared to 2022, 43%. At the opposite pole, the level of pessimism reaches the highest values with regard to the direction taken by the country. starting this year. The improvement of the country's economic situation and the reduction of the level of corruption being perceived as difficult or even impossible to achieve by 46%, respectively 67% of respondents. Regarding the professional sphere, 23% of Romanians want to change their job in 2023 and 50% want to keep their current job. The study was conducted online between December 28, 2022 and January 1, 2023 on a sample of 1,005 respondents and the maximum sampling error is plus minus 3.1% at a 95% confidence level. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International.
1: Romania is faced with an increasing number of cases of common cold, but also COVID-19 infections and flu. I'm Elena Enacke with more on this topic in a report by Ștefan Stojka. Co-infection with the common flu and COVID-19 viruses puts people at risk and challenges the healthcare system. The flu season has started earlier this year and is much more powerful than in previous years. Experts expect the peak of infections to be reached after mid-January and to go down in the month of February. Almost three-quarters of infections are diagnosed in children who often develop more severe symptoms. Co-infection with flu and COVID-19, reported in the number of patients, only complicates things. The medical director of the Matei Balș Institute of Infectious Diseases, Adrian Marinescu, explained on Radio Romania which are the main symptoms of the co-infection that goes by the name of fluorona. The best way to diagnose fluorona, just like in the case of flu and covid, is to get tested for both viruses. In terms of symptoms, if we talk about the flu, people experience muscle ache, joint ache, and headache. Fluorona causes a mixture of flu and COVID symptoms, which are much more intense. That was Adrian Marinescu. The main protection measure against both viruses is vaccination, experts say. The head of the Hospital of Infectious Diseases in Iași, Florin Roșu, explains.
2: We, we
3: urge people to
1: get vaccinated against both seasonal flu and coronavirus. People should contact the family doctor in the first 24 hours since the first symptoms and should go to the infectious diseases hospital no later than 48 to 72 hours since the first symptoms for triage. Self-medication is not recommended and the hygiene measures should be strictly observed. Avoiding crowded places, wearing protection masks and ventilating the rooms at home and at work are a must. That was Florin Rochu already spreading in the United States, the new COVID-19 strain, called Kraken, has also been reported in Romania, where the number of coronavirus infections is on the increase. Health Minister Alexandru Rafila said that the new COVID-19 strains are more contagious, but not more dangerous.
4: Romania's trade deficit is deepening. I'm Anna-Maria Popescu with more on this in a report written by Bogdan Matei. <music> Affected the past two years by the consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic and more recently by the aftermath of the war in neighbouring Ukraine, Romania's economy continues to suffer. Forecasts for this year remain moderately optimistic. And policymakers have built the state budget on a predicted 2.8% economic growth rate and a budget deficit up nearly 4.4% of GDP. But the bottom line for 2022 is not as encouraging. In the first 11 months of the year, imports were 31 billion euros higher than exports, according to data made public by the National Statistics Institute. This is a record high trade balance deficit, almost 10 billion euros higher than in 2021. According to commentators, this was true even for the automotive industry, where traditionally exports had been higher than imports. According to official data in the period under review, the largest shares in the structure of exports and imports were reported for vehicles and transport equipment. 41.7% 41.7% of exports and 32.7% of imports, and other finished goods, 30% of exports and 28.6% of imports. In the first months of 2022, exports exceeded 85.2 billion euros and imports totaled over 116.2 billion euros pushing the trade deficit to over 45% more than the figure for the corresponding period of the previous year. The increase was in part generated by the very high inflation, which increased the value of imports. But the main cause remains the fact that domestic output is unable to cover domestic demand, even in those sectors where it used to, such as the agri-food, chemical and automotive industries. Experts argue that the government needs to take immediate action to keep things from worsening. This is what the economic analyst Konstantin Rudnitsky told Radio Romania.
5: Obviously,
4: we should have a better structured and better financed policy to promote Romanian exports. On the other hand, I've heard ideas that we should make a very thorough analysis with respect to imports and the government and the business sector together should try to come up with measures to persuade those companies that import or make these imported products abroad to come to Romania. Romania's international trade remains primarily focused on EU member states, which account for over 72% of the total export market and for around 70% of the import sources. Non-EU trade amounted to €23 billion in exports and €34 billion in imports. And this wraps up today's newscast on Radio Romania International. Don't forget that you can also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook.
6: Next up in this broadcast, coming to you from Bucharest street Romania International, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Feli with the song Crazy Love.
3: Listening to Radio Romania International
0: Inside Romania.
3: Happy New Year everyone, I'm Vlad Palgu. May the New Year bring you joy and lovely moments to you and your family. And in 2022 we sought to provide you with the latest news about projects and events in Romania. Today we look back at our shows broadcast last year. And we start our roundup with one initiative that combines sports and equality of opportunity. The Kayak Smile Association developed adaptive ski equipment for people with locomotor disabilities that enable them to go smoothly down the ski slopes. Yonut Stankovic, the president of the Kayak Smile Association, told us how it all began. <laughs> We created the Kayak Smile Association in order to promote canoe kayak slalom as a competitive sport. Working with children, I remembered seeing a video a few years back about a person with disabilities from the United States who said he loved rowing. He was saying it's the only sport where he feels he's just like everybody else because in rowing we mainly use the upper body. So we started working with people with disabilities and they all said the experience was great and became regular members of the club. Then winter came and the season of winter sports. The disabled members of our club wanted to continue doing sports over the winter and we started to look into ways of making it possible for them to ski. The adaptive equipment on the market was very expensive and we couldn't afford it, so we used a normal wheelchair instead removed its wheels and attached it to skis, Jonuc Stankovic. Switching registers, a book club addressing women dubbed Mujeres Libres started its activity in Yashin 2020, bringing together women from all walks of life who gathered around books. Here is what one participant, Lavinia Popescu, told us about the project of the book club. It is a reading club proper. We get together to discuss books, as a book doesn't end once you've finished reading all its pages. It has a life of its own through the discussions it stirs, and that is how you feel you honor its author for all that they offered. You want to discuss what you felt with the others. It could be the pleasure of the text, the tenderness of the story or the self-discovery experience you had. When you read a book, you feel you are not alone. You feel you also want to share with the others what you felt, and especially you want to find out from the others what they felt. That is exactly the reason why this reading club was necessary. It is just as natural for us to feel inclined to be part of a community capable of providing a secure space, a space where you can express yourself, and especially a space you can be part of. That is exactly why we have this group of women, which is a support group, and every time we meet, we really get our kicks out of listening to each other. Lavinia Popescu. In October, President Klaus Johannes ratified the law whereby peony was declared a national flower of Romania. Every year, on May 15th, the community of the Romanian Piani celebrates Romanian Piani Day. Professor and Romanian Academy member Florin Stanica told us more.
7: In 2013,
3: our colleague from the Floriculture Department, Professor Florin Toma, proposed that the Days of Romanian Horticulture, an event we are hosting every May, that the peony becomes the national flower of Romania. Our colleague put forward about ten arguments to back his proposal. One is that Romania is home to five indigenous species of peony that are growing in the wild and in Romanian forests across the country, from the Black Sea coast in Dobroja to Banat in Oltenia, southern Moldavia, Ardal and even Bihor County. These flowers come into bloom in the second part of May and are very beautiful. They cover entire meadows in places such as Zaudacompia, where we find the steep peony, as well as in forests where they grow all over the forest. There are even local festivals and celebrations dedicated to these wonderful flowers, Florin Stanica. And although winter is upon us, in November we talked about an original initiative, making ice cream in barrels, a special recipe we discussed with Adyan Menges, the creator of this brand. It was very hard because I didn't master the secret behind battle ice cream. I wandered about Romanian villages looking for recipes and their stories. But we got turned down, and so from one mayor to the next, we ended up talking to Ion, a man from Vulca who knew the secret about making ice cream in battles. He was actually upset his own son wouldn't carry over the family tradition. He actually told us, ''Dad, look, there's this stranger at our door and I'm gonna tell him everything you don't.'' We attended all three editions of Men on Matasar festival, but this was the first time we made live ice cream demos. As a rule, we come with ready-made ice cream, but organisers asked us to make the ice cream on the spot. We agreed, and I must admit, we were very well received. We didn't expect to have such great sales on an October day, Adrian Mangesh told us. And that concludes our roundup of the best moments in our show in 2022. Tune in again next year for more surprising stories. This is Radio Romania International, cultural event.
6: Welcome to Cultural Event with me, La Cremera Simeon. Today I'll be talking about new exhibitions mounted at Romania's National Museum of Contemporary Art. The National Museum of Contemporary Art of Romania announced in December the opening of the new exhibition season at its headquarters in the Parliament Palace. Ten exhibitions arranged on the four floors of the museum invite the public to discover new trends in contemporary art. We want the National Museum of Contemporary Art to keep an active role in the long social and cultural recovery that society needs so much said the organizers in the opening of the new exhibition season, which anticipates an unprecedented foray into contemporary art. We spoke with the artist Kalin Dan, the director of the institution, about the newest exhibitions opened at the National Museum of Contemporary Art of Romania.
7: It was the first
6: opening similar to those of the pre-pandemic times, or at least that's how we wanted it, the first real exhibition opening since 2019. As we have announced, there are 10 events organized at the National Museum of Contemporary Art. And I will start with what we have organized on the ground floor of the museum, where we have two outstanding solo exhibitions. One of them is the photography exhibition of a young artist, Dani Gerko, an artist currently considered one of the most interesting photographers in Romania, and about whom we will hear a lot more in the future. In the marble hall, you can see an installation by Dorina Horatou, an expert in the plastic instrumentation of natural elements. Dorina Horatou is an artist who makes a combination between textile medium and natural vegetal elements. The installation she made also includes electronics, digital sound elements, and many others. On the first floor of the museum, we arranged a kind of extension of the last two seasons, organized at the National Museum of Contemporary Art. We have a retrospective dedicated to Ion Grigorescu, a unique event, and I invite the public to take advantage of this opportunity. Ion Grigorescu is an extremely complex artist working in all possible mediums, making avant-garde art, but also religious art is probably the most important living visual artist of the moment in Romania. On the second floor there is an exhibition from the museum's permanent portfolio, the Leviathan exhibition, a very special museum experiment. It's an exhibition organized in the museum's warehouses and therefore a unique offer to visitors to see places where they usually don't go, and objects that we don't normally exhibit, said Kalindan, the director of the National Museum of Contemporary Art. The surprise of the new season at the National Museum of Contemporary Art is the Stefan Kulzia Retrospective, an exhibition that offers a new, unexpected image of this established painter, now also present with his exceptional graphic work. On display are also the 400 portraits created by the artist Vasile Muresan Morivale, as well as a site-specific installation, painting and drawing, by the artist Ana Maria Miku. And that's all from cultural event.
3: Next in this program, sports.
5: Welcome to the Athlete of the Week with me, Eugen Nasta. Attention-grabbing these days is the Australian Open Tennis Tournament in Melbourne, an event bringing together the world's elite tennis players. Tournaments are underway on the continent, but also nearby in Tasmania or New Zealand. Romania's best tennis players have also registered for the tennis tournaments in Australia, and their run so far has been excellent. For instance, Irina Begu last week reached as far as the semi-finals of the WTA 500 Adelaide International One Tournament, an event with more than 825,000 US dollars in prize money. Reason enough for Radio Romania International to designate Irina Begu the athlete of the week. In Adelaide, in the first round, Irina outclassed US opponent Shelby Rogers 36 6 It was Irina's debut match for 2023. Then, in the round of 16, Irina Begu crushed seventh seeded player in Adelaide, Latvian challenger Yelena Ostapenko 636 6 0. In the quarterfinals, Begur defeated fourth-seeded tennis player Russia's Veronika Kudermetova 7-5, 6-4 after more than two hours of play. However, in the semifinals, Beg was overpowered by Arina Sabalenka of the Belarus 3-6, 2-6. For her excellent run in Adelaide, Irina was rewarded with 43,323 US dollars and 185 WTA points. Sabalenka eventually won the tournament grabbing a 3-6-7-6 win against Czech challenger Linda Noskova. Irina Begu was born in Bucharest on August 26, 1990. Throughout her career, she won five WTE tournaments in women's singles, in Tashkent in 2012, then in Seoul in 2015, in Florianopolis in 2016, in Bucharest in 2017, and in Palermo in 2022. In the women's doubles, Irina Begu won nine tournaments. In 2012, she won the tournament in Hobart, pairing up with Monica Nitulescu. In Sertogenbosch, in 2013, she paired up with Annabel Medina Garrigues. In Rio de Janeiro, in 2014, Irina paired up with Marina Irigoyen, then in Seoul, also in 2014, with Lara Arwa and in Bucharest, in 2017, jointly with Araluca Olaru. Also in 2017, Irina Camelia Begu won the tournament in Tianjin, pairing up with Sara Errani. In 2018, Irina Begu won the tournament in Shenzhen, jointly with Simona Halep. And again in Bucharest, this time in the company of Andrea Mitu. And that's all from sports today. You can also access our sports items at rri.io and on Facebook. You are
3: listening to Radio Romania International.
6: Next up in this broadcast is your music. I'm Lokimara Simeon, and today I'll introduce you to a rock artist, Kalin Pop, who on December 19th turned 62. In today's show, we will be playing for you songs from the solo album called Winter Ritual, which the rock musician Kalin Pop, the leader of the legendary band Celelelalte Cuvinte, the other words in English, from Orada, released in December 2015. As a vocalist, guitarist, composer, keyboardist, bassist, and even a percussionist, and performer of two wind instruments, the soloist Pop imagined in the period 2014-2015 20 sequences for the aforementioned solo compact disc winter ritual. Let's start today with one of the tracks entitled The First Snowflake. Born in the Transylvanian town of Orada, the rocker Colin Pop graduated from the art school in Orada, the classical guitar section, and after finishing the prestigious Emanuel Gozdu High School, also from Orada, in 1980, he became a student of the Polytechnic of Timishwara and founded, together with his colleagues and friends, the band Cuvinte. The important prizes won at contests and festivals, but also the great success with the public all over the country in a troubled period for the sound styles practiced in the 80s, led to the creation, since the college years, of reference albums of Romanian rock, at the time in the form of LPs. At the end of their studies, the members of the band Cele l'Alte Cuvinte returned to their hometown, orade continuing their rock career from there for numerous concerts and record releases. Let's now listen to the song Snowman. Of your music today, listen to Colleen Pop with two pieces: the Goat's Dance and the Bear's Dance, pieces inspired by the Romanian folklore.
5: Romania. Coming up next in the program, New Names on the Cover. Welcome to a new edition in our New Names on the Cover series. I'm Eugen Nasta. 2022 was a difficult, if complex, year on the planet. Among other things, 2022 provided a time of reckoning for us all. Well-established, famous and top-flight Romanian authors passed away. Nonetheless, early into 2023, quality international literary events have been staged, aimed at strengthening cultural cooperation between countries and making known the work of deserving young authors. The Romanian Cultural Institute in Paris on January the 16th, 2023, will stage the Romanian-French colloquium themed Romania-France: The book short circuit, jointly carried with the Romanian Embassy in France in a bid to mark the Romanian Culture Day and the 3 decades since Romania has gained admission to be a member of the International Francophonie Day, the colloquium will bring together more than 20 professionals of the editorial world. Translators of Romanian literature will meet French publishers and retail booksellers, representatives of SENAC, and such like. It is a day totally dedicated to Romanian literature, to the promotion of the literary heritage and the profession of translator. In the final hours of the year 2022, Serbian Vlach poet and translator Adam Puslojic passed away at the age of 79. Puslojic's connections with the Romanian poetry were very deep. He was born on March the 11th, 1943, in a Romanian village in the Timok river valley. His ancestor's real name was Pusloi. Adam Pusložić's debut occurred in the early 1960s when he tried his hand as translator of critically acclaimed Romanian poet Nikita Stanescu, who would later become one of his closest friends. We recall Nikita Stanescu's volume titled Belgrade in Five Friends was partially dedicated to Pusložić. He made his debut as a poet in 1976. In 1969, he got a volume published of Marin Sorescu's poems, translated into Serbian. In five decades, Pušložić published 16 volumes of poetry and several anthologies, pointing to a very spectacular stylistic progress and owing a lot to the modern Romanian poetic tradition.
3: You are listening to Radio Romania International.
5: Here with Radio Romania International Emogen Nasta, with new names on the cover. Among other things, Boslovich was the active promoter of an avant-garde trend as well as the Romanian Serbian cultural relations, since he was a very well-established translator from Romanian literature. He was also a spectacular presence, a charismatic character, with a lyrical prophet's beards and gestures. Adam Boslozich, was one of the last representatives of the golden generation, a creator of lyrical mythology. <music> Dumitru Radu Popescu was born on August 19, nineteenth, nineteen thirty-five, in Pausia, Bihor County, in the northwest. He went to high school in the town of Oradea, the county seat of Bihor. Dumitru Radu Popescu went on to pursue a medical study program.s for three years in Cluj, but he eventually took up the study of philology, completing a program with a philology faculty in Cluj, a program he graduated from in 1961. Dumitru Radu Popescu was the secretary of the Writers' Association in Cluj and president of the Romanian Writers' Union. A prolific author, he made his debut in 1956 with poems published by the Oradea-based Crisiana magazine. Dumitru Rado Popescu had regularly contributed prose to the Staua, the star literary magazine in Cluj, but also to other publications such as Tribuna, the Tribune, Contemporanul, the Contemporary, or România Literara, Literary Romania. In 1958, Dumitru Rado Popescu published his first volume of prose. Dumitru Rado Popescu also wrote several other volumes of short fiction a great number of novels, plays, essays, poetry and film screenplays. He was elected a corresponding member of the Romanian Academy in 1997. In 2007, he became a full member of the Romanian Academy. Dumitru Radu Popescu's best-known and most popular novel is The Royal Chase. On January the 2nd, 2023, Dumitru Radu Popescu passed away at the age of 87. The Sentimental Twilight magazine will be staging the 21st edition of a literary creation contest themed The Summer of My Dreams, jointly with a morning star literary circle in Giurgiu, southern Romania. The contest seeks to support and promote the creators of poetry, plays, essays from Romania and the diaspora from the non-members of the Romanian Writers' Union. There is no age limit for participants. Authors can participate in one of the several literary genres. The deadline for the submission of manuscripts is January thirty-first, 2023. The 33rd edition of the Mihai Eminescu International Literature Festival will be held in the town of Drobeta-Turnu Severin, southwestern Romania, over January the 11th and the 13th. The judging panel is made of Honorary President, Academician Mihai Cimpoi, Academician Gheorghe Paun, Professor Dr. Zenovie Carluja, Professor Dr. Tudor Nedelja, who is also the Executive President and the Director of the Festival, and Prof. Dr. Florian Kopcha. The Panaiti Strati Braila County Library in the southeast has extended a participation invitation for the third edition of the Literary Fantasies National Creative Writing Project to be held over October 2022 and June 2023. The project seeks to identify, encourage and put to good use the imaginative and creative potential of pupils Age 13 to 19 in the field of short fiction. The submitted works will be original literary texts composed as part of creative variety of workshops, staged in libraries and coordinated by librarians. When the project is completed two honorary mentions will be awarded as well as the third, the second and the first prize awarded according to the number of points for each and every text the works will be assessed by a specialized judging panel. The texts selected by the members of the judging panel will be published in an anthology to be brought out by Proilavia, a publishing house of Breila County's Panaiti Strati Library. The volumes will be distributed to partner libraries and to the authors of the literary texts. (music) On Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023, beginning 3pm, in an event hosted by the New Europe College in Bucharest. A debate will be held, generated by the volume The Panorama of Post-Communism in Romania, edited by Liliana Korobka. The volume has been recently brought out by the Poliron publishers in Bucharest. The opening address comes from the rector of the New Europe College, Valentina Sandu Dediu. Guest speakers include Cristian Preda, Dean, Faculty of Political Sciences the University of Bucharest and the President of the Institute for the Investigation of Communism Crimes and the Memory of Romanian Exile, Daniel Chandru. Some of the authors will also be taking part in the event. Among them, Liliana Korobha, who is also the moderator, Ruxandra Ivan, Dorica Boltashu, Raluca Wancha. Augustin Ioan, Cosmin Nasui, Cristian Vasile. That's all we have time for in this week's New Names on the Cover. I am Eugen Nasta in Bucharest for Radio Romania International Studios. Bye for now. Focus
3: on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Simply
1: Folk. Next in this program is Simply Folk. Listen to the late vocalist Romy Capucianu with a song entitled Sharaiman.
2: Nu găsești la nimeni, șerai mâne și șerai mâne, ca ți-i birea, că la nimeni, nu găsești la nimeni, nu găsești la nimeni, șerai mâne și șerai mâne, și ni suflet mai cu dor, pentru tine, tu ișor,
0: With that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 7350 kHz in the DRM system and on 9770 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on twenty-one four hundred and seventy kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at ri.ro channel one If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.